cards are dealt the other way now, and for the last time, no more shuffling. Welcome back to yet another episode of Fantasy Fuel Shuffling the Deck. I am Tom Tuttle. Today we're going to be talking about a random player from the Detroit Lions. We just got done with the AFC East. Now we're going back to the NFC because we did the NFC East first and then we went to AFC East. Now we're going back to NFC North and we're going to be the Detroit Lions. Um, The Lions are (laughs) an interesting team. Um, They're not a lot of special players on that team. I think Galladay's pretty special and all that, but um, nothing huge. Uh, I think that we're just going to have to roll the dice and see what kind of player we get on and shuffle this deck and see who we get. All right, well, I guess we're going to go with Matthew Stafford today, this week. Um, yeah, I, I, he had a really disappointing year last year unfortunately. And it was really disappointing. I just couldn't get over the fact that I was expecting him to be so much better than what it was last year. It was just not good. And I think uh, John Eddie Jr., my my co-host on Fantasy Fuel, uh, I, th- I thought he was going to be better. He thought he was going to be better too, I think. And it just it was really disappointing to see that he went out there and just didn't perform the way we thought. And I honestly we didn't expect that Golden Tate was going to be gone half the year, and all that. But it, it just doesn't it didn't go well for Matthew Stafford this year. Um, and I think that a part of it we can look at is the stats. He had three thousand seven hundred and seventy seven yards, uh, twenty one touchdowns, and eleven interceptions. The eleven interceptions that's pretty normal for most quarterbacks. I'm not going to worry about that. But the other two numbers, they need to go up a little bit. It just wasn't good enough to be a number one quarterback in fantasy football. And quite frankly, he wasn't. He wasn't a number one quarterback. Even if you were in a deep league with 16 teams, he still wasn't the number one quarterback. He was the 18th most scoring quarterback in fantasy football last year. That's not good enough. you got to be better than that unless you're in a super flex league which is fine. You can use our two-quarterback league, whatever it is. You can use another quarterback that's scoring you a decent amount of points every week. But on average, if you sort it by average, it he was the 28th, the 28th quarterback in fantasy football. That is not good enough. You have to be better than that. And he plays every week. So this 28th is pretty accurate. Not a very good um it's not it's just not good. There's a lot of other guys out there that were performing better week to week on a consistent basis than what he was last year, and that's kind of the problem I think that we're running into with Matthew Stafford. Um, he had eight weeks last year when he was under 20 points. You need 20 points out of your quarterback. If you're not getting 20 points out of your quarterback, you're in a very very bad situation because. You're expecting 20 points. If you don't get it, you have to have somebody else step up on your fantasy football team to really be uh, have a chance in in, in these weeks. Uh, but then if you even look at it even further, it gets even worse. Last year was just not good for him. It was a really bad year for him. But if you look at it last year, he had four of those 20, or four of those eight weeks that he was under 20 points. He was actually under 10 points in four of those weeks. Not good. 
really not good. You're not winning if you get less than 10 points out of your quarterback. So, yeah, you need you need a quarterback to be consistent enough to where you can start him. And then was a couple years ago, he was really, really consistent, and he was really good. Something happened last year, didn't work out. Yeah, it was just really bad. Uh, so is there a bright side with Matthew Stafford going forward? I think there is. I think the bright side can be found uh, with the new offensive coordinator that he's going to get, and that's Darrell Bevel. Uh, if you look at Darrell Bevel and his history and what he has done in the past, wow, I mean, it's been pretty pretty decent, actually. He's worked with Brett Favre quite a bit, and Brett Favre is a gunslinger. And if you can expect anything out of Darrell Bevel to <laughs> to get through to uh, Matthew Stafford, it's going to be the fact that, hey, we're going to get this offense of passing game working. Because Darrell Bevel knows a little a thing or two about being a quarterback. So... I would say, yeah, that's going to be a big help. I mean, Brett Favre was by far one of the most exciting players to watch in NFL history. And I think that if you are going to have somebody like this be with Matthew Stafford, you might want to, you might want to, hey, tune in because it could be exciting depending on how, how it goes with him. I'm not sure yet. It's all to be seen, (laughs) but to go along with that, you have wide receivers on that team as well that Matthew Staff is going to throw to. And like I said earlier, Kenny Galladay, really, 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 really surprising. Uh, he surprised me big time. When Golden Tate it wasn't producing, Kenny Galladay produced. That's basically what dro- dro- uh, wow, drove uh, Tate to go off the team. I expect fully that they were thinking, wow, we got something here in Galladay that – we weren't expecting. We don't really need Golden Tate, so let's try and get something out of him. So they traded him away. I, that That's kind of what happened. So you got that. And I think Matthew Stafford is going to be very successful with Galladay. And then you have Marvin Jones. I've never been a huge fan of Marvin Jones, uh, mostly because it's one week he's doing good. Next week he's not so much. The next week he's good, 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 not, not, not. I just can't deal with that as a fantasy football owner. Um, I just... I don't like it, but he has been solid throughout his career, and that's some that's something to say. I mean, he can he can definitely step up, and with a new offensive coordinator, a new offense, this can be a a a better scenario for him and for Stafford, and maybe this works out for both of them. But the key, I think, big time is the new acquisition in the slot. In the slot is Danny Amendola. Obviously, Amendola is going to benefit. From Stafford because last year it wasn't he was in a bad situation, but uh, and Stafford's going to benefit from Danny Amendola because Stafford doesn't he hasn't really had that slot type of receiver, and that is what Amendola is and he has been proven to be a successful slot receiver. So this is going to be good for uh, Matthew Stafford, no doubt in my mind that he's got somebody here. Uh, he was great in New England for a long time. And it wasn't you know, anything super special, but being a slot receiver doesn't mean you're going to get a lot of looks all the time, but you have to get somebody who can be that guy that can go over the middle, get hit, and still hang on to the ball. So I um, I really think that Matthew Stafford has something here, and that's going to be a success for him. And then you got to kind of look at the running back situation. Uh, the running back situation – as far as running the ball, not the greatest last year with uh, Carrion Johnson and, and the gang. Uh, 
Carrion Johnson was out the last six weeks of the season. So it kind of makes things how, – how do, how do you project what Stafford's going to do when there hasn't been the lead running back? At least you, this is what they want. They want him to be the lead running back. He wasn't on the field for the last six games, and he still did pretty decent as far as receptions go. So that's a good thing for Matthew Stafford going forward into next year. So he had, what, 32 receptions last year, and he didn't even play the last six weeks of the game. So if he can stay on the field, this can be a good thing for Matthew Stafford. You, if he, He's a good receiver coming out of the backfield. There's no doubt about that. Karrion Johnson is good at doing that. But he's got to stay on the field. If he can stay on the field, I really believe that Matthew Stafford has a good chance of being something this year. Um, but it, it's it's kind of up in the air as far as what Carrion Johnson's going to do as far as a running back position is actually running the ball. That's a little bit different. So if they can actually open up the running game a little more, I really believe that he can, Stafford can be a, re, a better quarterback than him. He can't get worse than what he was last year. I mean, he's averaged 28th in the league. That's just not going to happen this year. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that Stafford's going to be better than that. Um, because that's the first thing they're going to work on. I guarantee you they're going to they go out and say, hey, we need to work on this offense. We have to see a better way for you, Stafford, to get these balls to these receivers and accurate and, and accurately. Um, so let's let's not go crazy and go too far. Let's just leave it right there. I really believe that Stafford's going to be better. I'm not going to tell you to take him as your number one quarterback this year. Right now, he's going in like the 14th round or so, uh, 12th, 14th, somewhere around there. It's really it varies on where you're, where you're, which draft you're in, and whatever it is. But I mean, if you're in a super flex, go for it. You got to get somebody. You have to have somebody that's going to score you a decent amount of points. But this tells me that I'm not going to take that chance uh, with him as a number one or number one quarterback. He's not a receiver. Let's not go that far. But I think we can leave it there and just, you know, take take your chances. Draft him as a backup quarterback or, you know, pick him up off the waiver wire if somebody's not, if nobody has him. It's, it, he's that type of guy where I wouldn't put my trust in him unless he's really performing early. Then I would actually take a chance. But I'm going to leave it there and let's let's – uh, I just want to make sure everybody, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating. Um, it really does help us out, get discovered a little more by some other people who are looking for a fantasy football podcast to listen to. So that really does help us out. Well, we're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Podchaser. We're everywhere, everywhere. Honestly, you can, we can, you can find us almost anywhere. We're on Facebook. Uh, you can find us there. You can find us on Facebook on the Fantasy Football Stardom and Sit'em page. That really does help a lot. Uh, a lot of people out. they got a lot of people there that are going to help you out. We'll help you out. Um, another thing I want to bring up real quick, I didn't have this in my notes, but uh, Pole Sports app. That's going to be something big coming up in the, ne- in the near future. Uh, and we want to make sure we get that information out to you, all of you because this is going to be an app in – uh, next year coming forward that you're going to be able to do your, your starts and who should I start, who should I sit, who should I put in my flex option, whatever the question is you got on fantasy football, that's going to be an amazing app going forward. So please 
don't forget about that in the next in the in the next weeks to come. You're probably going to see it soon enough. And it's Pole Sports. That's the name of the app. It's going to be awesome. It's really going to help you guys out. So um, don't forget to check out Fantasy Fuel, um, our main show, the Fantasy Fuel. And I know that John Eddie Jr. is going to be changing it up a little. He's not, I don't know if he's totally abandoning, abandoning, can't say that. I don't know if he's not going to do fantasy <laughs> uh, fuel on the fire anymore, but I know he's going to change it up. He's going to focus a little more on something we really haven't focused too much on here at Fantasy Fuel, and we're going to do that. We're going to go with some IDP players, and he's going to have a show that is going to focus on that, and that's going to be great because Listen, a lot of a lot of us play with defensive players, and so we're going to get focusing on that. So listen to that if you are in the IDP league. That's really going to help you guys out. Um, and just remember to stay fueled up this offseason. <laughs>